0: Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. The scientists have been at it again, making things smaller and smaller... Those boffins in their white lab coats have created a particle accelerator 54 million times smaller than the Large Hadron Collider, which could be used to stick on the end of an endoscope and target cancers within the body. Don't take my word for it. I read this on space.com, and as I can't talk about it with any conviction, you can read all about it in the science news. Suffice to say that it can't do the same job as the Large Hadron Collider, but it can potentially administer radiotherapy exactly where it's needed. And like many of these amazing inventions one hears about, it will be a long time before it reaches any practical applications. On to space matters. It's a problem that nearly all engineers and astronauts working in space are of a type. Just now, I mentioned the boffins in their white lab coats. You very likely did not envisage a black woman. You imagined a white man, probably middle-aged, middle-class, etc. The physicists who published the recent paper about their nano-accelerator just mentioned were five male and one female. The monoculture, of course, isn't just a problem for science and engineering. Most jobs attract one particular type of person, often but not always for a good reason. NASA is helping to change that, as indeed are many institutions, especially in South Africa, where transformation is not just about gender, but also race. NASA has now launched an online graphic novel. I think we used to call them comics. About a Latino female space explorer named Callie Rodriguez. And it's called First Woman Expanding Our Universe. In this second installment, available now at the First Woman website, readers will discover how Callie and her fellow astronauts work together as a unit to overcome various obstacles while trying to install a next-generation telescope on the far side of the moon. Well, NASA actually is sending a non-white woman into space and to set foot on the moon soon, as part of the Artemis mission in which humans are going back to the moon with a crewed launch set to take place next year and a crewed lunar landing the following year in 2025. There have been many women in space since Valentina Tereshkova in 1963 who had, at the age of 26 when she lifted off, already made 126 parachute jumps. Women with our lighter bodies and greater fat deposits protecting major organs from radiation, are physically better suited for the rigors of space dwelling. Astronauts, however, are a teeny-weeny fraction of the people involved in space endeavors, most of whom do conform to a predictable type. NASA, therefore, continues to keep the pressure on girls to overcome remaining societal pressures and take up careers in STEM subjects. Why is this a problem? Well, apart from the obvious political one, Uh, In a commercial setting, we need people who understand the needs and desires of all kinds of people in order to create appropriate products and services. Still today, those who design kitchens are not those who clean them, as anyone listening to this who has to clean kitchens will attest. And in space engineering, if there is only one type of person involved in design, there can be no revolutions in thinking or at least the mavericks who propose them will be fewer and farther between and if they are not of the usual type, are unlikely to be paid serious attention. I must say I'm delighted by the attitude towards gender of the youth of today, whose androgynous fashions and acceptance of gender fluidity go a long way to breaking down stereotypes and rigid thinking, which extends beyond human relations into non-binary design thinking, and therefore engineering and science. Okay, enough soapbox. Back to the moon. South Africa has formally joined the China-led ILRS project to establish a permanent moon base in an MOU signed on the 1st of September this year. The moon base will be built in the 2030s as part of China's International Lunar Research Station program. On the 26th of October, China's youngest ever crew lifted off to join the Chinese space station for six months. China is a lot quieter than NASA about its space achievements, but is rapidly overtaking the rest of the world. In its ambitions. So stay tuned for more developments from the Chinese in space. For now, this is Ketchell Kirkham wishing us clear skies. And-